didn't shut up. My God. Oh, I thought for sure. There it is. Boom! Yes! I am so stupid. Is StreamYard broke? Oh, there it goes. No, I I took forever there. I forgot to click both buttons. No. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever done that. It would have been funny if I would have waited like a second longer. We would have been would have been late. Uh, all right. Illini Basketball Podcast episode 203. Uh, it's 4.01 p.m. Central Time on a uh, the final day of February, February 29th, 2024. So uh, Illinois has 12 Big Ten wins before the month of March. So it's good. Yeah, people will still find a way to complain, which you know, there's some things to complain about, but still. Uh, Illinois coming off of a win last night. Armchairline.com, by the way. You can check out all this stuff over there. Uh, maybe a little draft combine coverage with uh, Jerzon Newton being something of a uh, a topic there. I moved my camera and I really screwed it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. What else? What? All right. What? They won last night. They won. We're we're back. Yeah. Um, they didn't play defense, but they won. So that's good. I don't, I don't know if they didn't. I don't know if didn't play defense is the right <laughs> word. I mean, certainly. Giving up 97. There's something to it, yeah. A little less defense. But, yeah, anyways, uh, let's go to the player of the game. Uh, I know Jeffrey's going to be excited. I went with Dane Danger. 19 minutes for him. What the Four fuck? for five. From the field, three for three from the line, six rebounds and assist, a block, eleven points. I think Dane maybe only had two bad possessions. Uh, I think his second one of the game. There might have been one later, but uh, the guy's playing well. Uh, Brad talked a little bit about Dane and trying to implement him into booty ball and how he just he takes up too much space down low. So it's kind of hard to implement him. So I, I get where he's coming from. Uh, Underwood said, quote, we are starting to get a little bit more comfortable with Dane in our booty ball action where there's space and him creating opportunities to move around and doesn't get in the way. Gave us a real physical presence against pain. He also said, we are a driving team. We get to the foul line a lot. It's been challenging at times in terms of where to play him. He can score with his back to the basket, but those driving lanes become a lot more clogged. That's why they don't do it in the NBA. He's getting more comfortable, and all of us are getting pretty comfortable with that. So, uh, yeah, Dane, I, I much needed minutes. I think last night Coleman was in a little bit of foul trouble. Dane and Coleman were actually both on the court at the same time for a little while. And uh, I, I thought he put in some valuable minutes where Brad didn't go – Super deep on the bench this time, um, as he did in the last game. Uh, those guys that played a lot last game, you know, had some minutes cut. So I see Dane uh, have a game finally. Yeah. I mean, when your number's called, got to be ready. Yeah. He seemed PGL, ready. He, seemed, he looked really PGL, sad man. on the podium, but. Um, I said in the thing that I did on Twitter last night, I think he just has, you know, that face. That's just his face, yeah. Yeah. Or RBF. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't want to go that far on the, on the show, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you got to be ready. No matter how much playing time you're getting, you got to be ready. And uh, yeah, I think back-to-back pretty solid games from Dane. This one was obviously better than the last one. Kind of yeah. got off to a really slow start in the last one, but this one he was good. 
Uh, and, you know, I figured going into this game, I had Imani Hansberry as my player to watch because I, I knew Illinois was going to need some size underneath with with Garcia and Payne on the other side. Yeah. Uh, but it just happened to be Dane in this game, and he was good. I mean, I'm not going to make any bold statements or proclamations about what Dane is as a player right now. Uh, but, I mean, look, if he's going to play 10 to 15 to even 20 minutes, he's got to do something, and he did it in this game. Yeah. And I mean, we all know that Dane's an efficient player. Uh, he did miss some bunnies in the game before, but that's not usually him. He had a nice little left-handed hook uh, late in the game to kind of put it away, per se. So, I, I, I Underwood seems to think that we're going to need Dane a lot down He's the stretch, like four so, times this year. Um, yeah, but we'll see what happens against Wisconsin. I think they're going to need him more against Purdue than any of their other games remaining before the Big Ten tournament. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, I went with Terrence Shannon. I, I just think that, you know, he was dominant and efficient in this game and missed a couple of free throws earlier, but figured it out. Um, 38 minutes, 29 points, 9 of 17 from the field, 4 for 8 from 3, 7 of 9 from the free throw line, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 1 turnover. Uh, yeah, I mean – Terrence Shannon was the second best player in the country again in this yeah. game. So yeah, he's continuing to play like an All American. Uh, I, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think he made some watch lists, but yeah, when Terrence is playing like this, uh, he took a couple pull up jumpers, uh, knocked down threes. They were leaving Terrence wide open in the corner for some reason. Um, Can I throw this out there? Uh, you remember when Taryn Shannon came back and the first couple of games, you know, he didn't look great. And people, maybe in our chat, maybe not in our chat, who knows who I'm even talking about here, uh, said something. There was something said about how he maybe he was throwing off the locker room mojo and maybe the other guys weren't producing as well because he was back. Yeah. Illinois is eight and three with Shannon back. And their losses are an overtime loss to Northwestern, where, I mean, Boo Booey made every shot down the stretch. Uh, a loss at Michigan State where he had 28, but the team could not score in the final eight. And then the Penn State game where he had 35. Yeah. Other than that, they're they have eight wins. And I feel like this team has only gotten better with him back because they've scored 80 plus points in every game with him back, with the exception of the Indiana game. Yeah, so the things that 10 of 11 games with 80 plus. To think that this team would be worse without or be better without Terrence Shannon is a well those first stretch. three those first three games were not good efficiency wise like he was yeah. one for uh one for 14 out for three. six games or exactly whatever it was, so so they went that three happened. they were four and two without him in that stretch and then eight and three with him back so that's 12 and five uh which is the big 10 record as well I guess but uh yeah yeah it's been good it's been good. It's nice to have him have him 11, 11 and five. Wait, 12 and five. 11, 12 and five, 11 and five to the Big Ten without him or with him. Wait, since 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 January. <laughs> since him. What? Since December 29th. Okay. 12 and five. Did you get it figured out? Yeah, I'm looking at a lot of numbers here. I'm a little, I'm a little confused. But yeah. he's got uh, four, four Ken Palm MVPs in the last five games. So there you go. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, he did have that one turnover uh, where he basically got forearm shimmied, no call. Good job, Courtney Green. Um, Underwood said about the four turnovers um, and how Illinois doesn't turn the ball over. Uh, he said, quote, this is going to sound really bad, but we don't pass, 
A lot of teams have the mindset of getting it to the third side. We do that, but we start a lot of offenses with booty ball. You're, you are a little bit shocked when we turn it over. I mean, they had some decent possessions with ball movement. Yeah. This is the best turnover percentage team that Brad has had at Illinois. Um, and it's really not that close. Like it's you know, really? 15.3% uh, turnover percentage. Other teams have all been in the 17, 18 range. So yeah, this is, I mean, this is the best offense Brad's ever coached. And he had the number one offense in the country at Oklahoma state. And that offense wasn't as efficient as this offense. Of course that was like, they had some good players in the Oklahoma state team, but it was almost like a one man show in terms of everybody knew who the guy was. And I think we know Shannon's the guy here, but also Damask is averaging like more points of Big Ten play than he did in non-conference. Yeah, so, and, and Hawkins, Hawkins, Hawkins has 50 on. in the last two games. Yeah, it's pretty good, pretty good. Um, before we get into the starters, uh, talk to the people. Sean, what's going on? How you doing? Uh, can't be allowing 95. Good thing they allowed 97. Uh, Bootzilla, what's up? Joke. Jeffrey, what's up? Uh, by the way, Ethan was f bombing you guys before we even started. So I was not f bombing. I just said shut up. <laughs> uh, Bergy, what's up, Sean? Uh, you watching the state girls on TV? No, my brother didn't make it to state, so I, I refused to watch. Uh, David, what's going on from Venice, Florida? Uh, Eric, what's up? Jeffrey says free Dane. Uh, Eric says good win. Uh, Jay says, got to give this team their flowers. This team is elite on offense. Brad didn't use one elite. He said booty ball 74 times, though. Uh, top three of all time in the Big Ten and points per possession ahead of the 05 Illinois team. This has been fun to watch all year. We'll get to yeah, that. It, if nothing, Illinois is exciting to watch, right? I've um, said this 100 times already, well, and and I nobody advocated more for Tony Bennett to Illinois than me in the last <laughs> 10 years. and. I would definitely rather be what they are right now, which is uh, a really elite offense and a defense that's not as good as it should be. Not a very good defense right now, as opposed to being a really good defense and just a bad offense. Like, what do we want to be what Wisconsin was last year or what Virginia is like every other year? No. Also, this team would probably not beat the 02 team or the 05 team, to be fair. You don't think? I don't know. I yeah. So my brother actually texted us last night and said something in our group about uh like the 05 team was what teams do today. Like this. So they were ahead of their time. But kids today are a lot more athletic. So interesting thought. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, the the jerseys and the baggy shorts really held them the athleticism <laughs> probably. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the 05 team was like a really efficient team on both ends who shot it really well. They barely turned it over. I think they were second in the country in turnover percentage that year. So um, he went so far to say that this team would beat that team by 20 plus. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> the one thing about this team that we can't really say about other Illini teams in the last, you know, in the Brad Underwood era is uh, this team doesn't turn the ball over like at all. So, and, and I also have to say Minnesota, like, do they even have a pressure defense? Like they didn't do anything at all. Yeah. Even yeah. when they were down eight with like two minutes left, they weren't like pressing it at all. 
Yeah, and and it seemed it, it it's kind of crazy, but like when Garcia was on Damask, Damask kind of dominated him. When Terrence Shan, when Garcia was guarding Terrence Shannon, Shannon was getting whatever he wanted. So, uh, yeah, Illinois was getting what they wanted. You could say that Minnesota kind of was. Minnesota hit some tough shots too, but a lot of open ones. Uh, Jeffrey says 105 points with Dane in the game. They can do more with Dane than not. Uh, Jeffrey, we don't, we don't, you don't want to do this. You don't. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey says Dane can clog the paint where Hawkins gets pushed back. Uh, Hawkins, out of, out of all the games to call yeah. Hawkins out for that, it would have been like the the two games ago when he was doing that. But let's just throw this out there, okay? Uh, Illinois scored 97 against Michigan. I know Michigan stinks, but did you see them against Purdue? Kind of close. Uh, Dane had four points in that game. Uh, they scored – let's look at another one here. They scored 87 against Nebraska. Dane had six points in that game. Solid, all right. Good effort from the big man. They scored 87 against Ohio State. Dane had seven points. Another solid effort by the big fella. Uh, they scored 91 at Northwestern. Dane had zero points in that game. Uh, they scored 86 against Rutgers. Dane had four points. Solid effort from the big man. Uh, they scored 88 at Michigan. Dane had zero points. Um, I don't know what you think you're right about. Like, I, I, Dane had 11 points. He was he was good. He was fine. Like, this offense would be top five in the country with or without Dane Danger. I don't know how you can say anything otherwise because he has like, I could count his points right now and it wouldn't take him that long for the entire season. Like, what what, what do we? Do? I thought Dane played the best defense against Payne last night, though. Yeah, he's got the body for it. He should be able to do that. I I've always Dane's very talented. There's no denying that. But I don't but think you Illinois. Know how much of a dick you sound like, by the way. Absolutely, I, just, I don't okay. care no, though because I'm just, sick of the I'm sick of the Dane Danger thing. Like he had 11 points. <laughs> I did nothing but compliment him this entire time. But like I don't understand why we have to sit here and act like this is some bold statement made by Dane that he's going to be such a good player the rest of the season. Like if he's playing 10 to 15 minutes, that's perfectly fine. You got to get something out of him. He's a very talented player. He can use either hand. I don't know. Whatever. I, I just don't think that, like, we're just sitting here pretending like this offense wouldn't be really good without Dane. I don't think anybody's been that. that. I think that Jeff. I think I think Jeffrey's <laughs> pretending that. Yeah. So by we, I mean him and Dane Danger, I guess. But um, whatever. I, I just I don't want to have to go after Dane. I'm trying not to. I'm just saying, like, are we really going to say – by the way, Dane, great at the free throw line, two of the last three games, five for five. He was over three against Iowa, but five for five in the other two games of the last three. Uh, he, of course, he played two minutes against Penn State and two minutes against Maryland, so they really needed him when they had 85 at Maryland, uh, two minutes. Um, All right. Uh, Jeff says, have to admit, Harmon and Quincy haven't been the same since he's been back. Not saying Shannon is the problem, but maybe the game flow is just different with him. Uh, I thought Harmon uh, played re- has been playing really good defense the last two games. Uh, Quincy, I, I mean, this is one of Quincy's better games. For- Harmon, Harmon hasn't doesn't have the same opportunities to score. Yeah, when Shannon's uh, there, Harmon finally took a three this game, which he hasn't taken one in. The last and also, two, three. there's five. Quincy. Like, I don't think any of us should have expected Quincy to be like really consistent this year on the offensive end. Uh, but he was good last night, and yeah. I think we all knew the the shooting the shooting was going to come. It started out really slow, and then in December he was really good, and I think we had to expect it to level out and come back down to earth a little bit. Yeah, uh, Brady, what's going on? Uh, he says, "Would you rather score 105 in March or 65?" 
Exactly. Uh, what happened to Brad Underwood? Uh, offense is fleeting stance. We don't have that anymore. Who cares? Uh, Jay says, who has a better three in all of college buckets with Shannon, Damask, and Hawkins? That'd be a you question because you know teams better than I do. I don't even know if they're like – most teams don't really have the three premier guys. I mean, I don't really consider Coleman to be a premier scorer, but he's obviously shot it a lot better this season, and that's a big a big thing. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people view it as like a two-man thing, you know, Edie and Smith for Purdue and uh, Spencer and Newton for UConn. UConn – I mean, UConn's three if you pick a three. Like if you pick – Newton, Klingon, and Spencer, that's probably better than or close to what Illinois has, yeah. if not better. Or if you throw Castle in there in terms of upside and what he could be in the tournament, it's a lottery pick. But the bottom line is that the conversation about that is discussing UConn and Purdue and Arizona and those teams. I think Illinois is in a good place. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey says we don't win at, win without Dane against Minnesota. I don't know if that's true. Wow, if that's if that's true, that's one out of twenty eight games that we needed Dane. I'm so thrilled. I mean, uh, Jeffrey, uh, what? That's what I said all season long. Dane is better on defense in the paint than okay, 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 okay. Do you, d- Jeffrey, Jeffrey, anything. Jeffrey? Do you watch the podcast? Do you watch us? Because me, more so him than me, has done nothing but talk about Dane's defense and how it's good for the last two seasons. We have been on the Dane is a is a. Worthy, valuable defender. Dane is two seasons. Dane's a good defender in the post. He's not great off ball screens, which is exactly what he's terrible in in drop coverage. But he weighs 270 pounds. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, Eric says Quincy has been struggling for a while. Don't know why. Brad's all in on NBA offense. Says guys are able to double team. Says guys are able to. Are too good. That's not are, able. Are Jesus. A, where am I? <laughs> Anyways, can't double team anybody. Brutzilla, Jeffrey, Mercy, then I'm here for it. Uh, I, I, I and don't then clap back, Jeffrey. I'm going to go grab the popcorn. All right, on to the rest of the starters. I mean, what is Quincy shooting from three? 36%? Like, that's... I, that's I, we'll take it. That's better than I would have expected. Look at what he shot at Oregon last year. Yeah. 34%, 33 the year before that. He's shooting the best he's ever shot from three. I think he's figuring it out. And Quincy, for me, for this team, is more of a little things guy. Like, he needs to do those, you know, the rebounding, getting offensive rebounds. Uh, I mean, you look at the three ball in the last, you know, five games, uh, two for two against Michigan, one for four. Bone, <laughs> one for four against Maryland, one for one against Penn State, one for five against Iowa, and two for three against Minnesota. So, He's shooting it better. Uh, why are we talking about Dane so much? Because Dane is Jeffrey's player. I think it's that Carter guy from Field of 68 in disguise. Uh, Jeffrey, I agree, Tyler, but how many times have we watched Hawkins get humbled in the paint? Uh, yeah, I I don't disagree with that. Uh, Ty, 23 minutes. Laid over there. Four points. I don't I mean, I don't have any reason to go after. I, I only go after you, so. Defending that's, Jeffrey, that's just me, buddy. Course, yeah. uh, 23 <laughs> minutes for Ty, four points, two for two from the field, 0 for two from the line, four rebounds, three assists, 
one turnover turnover came on a fast break. Uh, Ty played okay, fine. I mean, shooting sixty six percent from the field, twenty four for thirty six since yeah. January twenty seventh against Indiana. Yeah. Uh, do you think Ty should shoot a little bit more instead of passing out of the out of the paint? Yeah, I think that that's been a theme his entire career here, where he passes up a lot of free dunks. Yeah. Yeah. For Terrence Shannon, Terrence Shannon is open in the corner like every game. I I don't know why, why does that keep happening. Them? It's because the they, dynamic offense. Coleman's that, making him up top. You know, it's that dunker's position that Brad loves so much. I mean, what's Damask shooting from three? He's coming around. They never look good. They really don't. I was He's watching twenty-seven percent. We're we're here. We go. I was watching the end of the uh, Lakers game last night because we had a bet on it, and Angelo uh, Russell. They literally, I mean, the Lakers offense, that's literally what Illinois runs. Yeah, they were down. The the exact same setup. They were down uh, big in the third, right? So, got to try to score as much as you can after that. I think they ended up winning that game. They did. We talked about the Lakers? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they were uh, down 20. LeBron brought him back. He's officially my goat. So. D'Angelo Russell, too. Don't don't, don't say that. <laughs> uh, E-Tom says, if we face Kentucky in the tourney, who gets to 100 faster? Great question. Probably Kentucky, but it would be close. Is that like a 120 to 115 game? We already kind of saw what it might look like when Kentucky beat Alabama 117 to 95. It's pretty much similar. I mean, you talk about the top, you know, Five offenses in the country. Illinois has got some great company. Alabama, Purdue, Illinois, Connecticut, Baylor. Uh, Cheezang says, how are we liking our fighting Crimson Tide? We are pretty much Alabama. That is true. (laughs) Uh, Quackle agreed. Ty gets to the rim and then passes out when he has a good opportunity to go up. He was definitely doing that last year, too. Uh, Cheezang says Ty's turning into Ben Simmons around the rim. I mean, Ben Simmons like was a was a number a number a number one overall pick. To be fair, Ben Simmons in college wasn't like that. Yeah. Uh, Quincy, twenty five minutes, four for six. He was two for three from three. Um, shot one in transition. I was kind of you know that was one of those don't do it, and then it, nothing but net. Uh, three rebounds. They were all offensive. One assist. Ten points from Quincy. I think this is the kind of Quincy game you want. Like this is the the perfect line for Quincy. Probably three or four or five. Yeah, I'll say th- maybe two more minutes than I would have liked to see. Which is a very small complaint, but I still believe that maybe if you put him in for twenty two or twenty three, it's fine. I can hear you. Yes. Blowing up her spot. Anyways. Um, yeah, I heard you. All right, guys. Coleman Hawkins. Who are we? <laughs> Coleman, uh, 31 minutes, 20 points, 7 for 13, 2 for 6 from 3, 4 for 6 from the line, 2 rebounds, 3 assists for him. Uh, no turnovers. He's He had like 5 and 5 the last two games. So that's good to see. He was really good getting to the basket this game. I, I've been complaining about it. He was really good last game. So I, I complained about it like two games or three games ago. He's doing a lot a lot better. Um, Underwood was asked about him off the bounce. He said, quote, we're putting him in space, which is really good, really good. And most of that 
for him is based on matchup. He's very comfortable driving five men and size. His attacks are more downhill. It's not where we are asking him to be at the top of the key and facilitating plays. And when you are shooting it like he is, the paint gets pretty wide and he gets pretty hard to guard. So uh, Coleman is, is moving up um, on my list of guys I like. He's shooting at 39% from three. Yeah. He's been, Coleman's been unreal lately. So, yeah. Uh, Damask, 39 minutes. I didn't realize he played 39 minutes. 22 points, eight for 12, one for two from three, five for five from the line, seven rebounds, five assists, two turnovers for him. Uh, one of the turnovers late in the game, he tried to force a pass underneath. I can't remember what the other one was, but, uh, Underwood said, quote, we found something. We literally ran one play the last 12 minutes. We didn't have to be overly creative. That's what Booty Ball does. Marcus was terrific. So, yeah, they, they went to Marcus every time, it seemed like. Uh, Cheezang says, Goody got caught on one switch and never came back in after his one three-pointer. Goody, was a, Goody guarding Garcia was the biggest liability last night even though garcia still put up 30 points 29 points so uh warner what's going on uh is this the hardest illinois team to gauge their potential in recent memory variance between offense and defense is stark yeah i don't know i feel like the same narrative has been surrounding this team for like the last three years like oh they could be to the final four maybe they're oh they're gonna do this they're gonna do that i don't know yeah my advice would be to not listen to anything anybody except for john fanta at the field of 68 has to say about this team what's he saying um, i don't even know but i trust him more than anybody i i trust him with my life um but other than that yeah <laughs> uh yeah, I, I, Doster is fine but like I, I don't have any interest in hearing his opinion on this team which is you know teach their own but that's kind of where I'm at on it. I don't know. Maybe this team gets to the Sweet 16. Maybe they don't. It's life. I mean, what are we going to do? It's not the end of the world, but it would be the end of the world. It would really suck. <laughs> I would quit, probably. Yeah. Uh, Cheezang says it was nice to see TSJ take some mid-range. He still keeps his man honest with the threat of driving when he doesn't settle for the crossover three. Yeah, it seemed like Garcia was settling back against him and afraid of him driving on him. And Terrence... Took, took advantage of it. Io Dasumu lovers, which <laughs> I am also one of, are not going to like hearing this, but Terrence Shannon is having one of the greatest seasons from an Illini player that we've ever seen. Just look at the numbers. Look at yeah. what he does defensively. I know the defense stinks, but look at what he does defensively. I'm telling you. Gives up 97 by himself, according to some guy on Big Ten Network. Yeah, that's just <laughs> Purdue talking right there. Uh, Jay says, heard the team is ranked 269 in D in February. If you're scoring 100 points, who cares? I I thought it was like 169, but I could be wrong. Still bad, but. Thought Damask would be a better three-point shooter. Uh, I I mean, I don't think anybody thought he was going to shoot 20%. 27. 27. Well, I mean, I would have guessed, what did he shoot last year? 33. So he's not that far off he's in a new environment he's doing different things there you have a white game. shooter you know everybody can say what they want about luke goody he's still shooting 39 percent from three so yeah 
It's not like we 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 the Illini fans. Like it we, seems like when Goody misses a three, though, it's like the biggest. He was so wide open yesterday in that first. Yeah, I was kind of pissed. but I but I mean, like it seems like it's such a big turn. Like it seems like the last few he's missed, the other teams ran out and made a three or you know got an and one or so. It just seems like a backbreaker when he's wide open like that. We uh, our fan base is so opinionated that like if like we talk about Goody as if he's shooting twenty percent and not rebounding and doing nothing, like he's shooting thirty nine percent. Yeah, he shot fifty percent this game. Yeah, and I mean, I know that you said he wasn't a good shooter, but still, like, <laughs> he's doing most of his job. It's not his fault that he gets matched up against Garcia. Like I, I, Coleman shooting 39%. I'm, I still don't know if he's a good shooter. So. Well, to be fair, Goody 38.9. Okay. Which is which is 39, and Coleman 39.3. Or it might be 39.8. Or it might be 39.6. One of the three. But Coleman's what slightly... Are you looking ahead. at a Ouija board? I'm looking at the my on the on my screen on the just right. Keeps changing. Is, my screen on the right is the streamyard. I'm looking at the chat and stuff. Where I'm looking right now is the chat. Okay. Now, if I turn over here, it's where the stats are. Oh, so why didn't you just look at the stats and tell us what it was? Well, I looked it up earlier, and I was just trying to remember. <laughs> okay. uh, Coleman is shooting thirty nine point three. So I was right, thirty nine point three. Goody thirty eight point nine. It's close. Uh, other numbers: Shannon, thirty-five point one, Damask twenty-seven, Gary thirty-six, Harmon thirty-five, Moretti one hundred, Hansbury twenty-five, DGL twenty, Danger zero. Imagine shooting zero percent from three. Yikes! <laughs> it's not zero percent. It's actually nothing because he hasn't shot one. But whatever. Uh. Sean says, "What about Malcolm Hill?" No. If I, we all like Malcolm Hill, but come on, you really think Malcolm Hill is? Come on, isn't no. Shannon averaging the most points per game by an Illini since uh, what's his name in the eighties? That would be something you know. She uh, says, "I think Damas comfort zone is mid post. I'd rather have him in there playmaking." Yeah, he's I mean, one of those turnaround jumpers. Yeah, he does. He did. He was really good in the paint last night, especially towards the end. Bootsilla, we have so much depth, there isn't much to complain about. When Goody shoots, we kind of expect it to drop automatically. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. We just expect it to go in every time. Jeffrey said something about the defense earlier. I was going to agree with Bootsilla says you don't need to look it up. I was going to agree with Jeffrey if you go back to oh sorry about the defense. Hold on, his defense breaking news. Oh, this one. This one. I didn't see up there. Sorry. Defensive woes have a lot to do with how Brad wants to play defense. I agree with that. Yeah, we'll get into that. I just want to say I agree. <laughs> Warner says Brad's biggest challenge at this point is figuring out the rotations and matchups. The style of play changes so much if Dane is in. Definitely. Uh, Jeffrey loved the 12-foot jumpers from Shannon. Uh, what year in the 80s it might have been 70s i don't know look up ken no because ken norman only averaged 20.7 oh, it might have might have been andy kaufman which was 70s eric but, says goody is such a good shooter i wish he could play defense don't put him on da dawson garcia <laughs> he might play better defense like goody can play defense well, that was the 90s kaufman was the 90s other guys like goody i think uh, I always said Malcolm would be great if he was your second best player. 
Andy Kaufman in the 90s. Yeah, 90s. that's what I meant. Yeah, that's what I meant. I, I, yeah, I got all turned around. On top of things. All right, on to the bench. Uh, not a lot to talk about. We already talked about Dane. Uh, Harmon, 18 minutes, 3 for 5, 0 for 1 from 3. Two rebounds, one steal, six points. Uh, Brad talked about it, but I think a big turning point was him coming into the game and guarding Cam Christie. Uh, uh, Terrence was on uh, Elijah Hawkins most of the night, and once he got off of him and went to Cam Christie, nobody could guard Hawkins. Hawkins had 12 assists this game. It's pretty good. Um, Underwood said, quote, I thought Justin did a really good job. We switched Terrence on Cam, kind of made things harder, and Elijah gets going, and Justin came in and impacted that a great deal and put Terrence back on the ball. They made everything they looked at. Got to give them credit. Speaking of Terrence Shannon, speaking Terrence of- Shannon has 101 more points at Illinois than he did at Texas Tech in 30 fewer games. I don't think people realize like what's going on here. Like Terrence Shannon has 500 less points than Brandon Paul at Illinois. Yeah, this is his second. He's played 53 games here. Yeah, like it's it, crazy. It, it, let's give a little credit here, people. I mean, geez, clap it up, Terrence Shannon. Woo, thousand points at Illinois. How about that? Good stuff. Good. He's stuff. gonna be. He's gonna be a top. Like, he's gonna be a top. 20 score in the history of the program in two seasons, probably. I would think close to it. I don't know, you know, the full list, but <laughs> geez. You're just throwing stuff out there now, huh? Well, Brandon Paul's 10th all time, and he's only like 500 behind him. So it can't be, you know, top 20's got to be somewhere in there. Let's, uh, let's just, let's just, you know, look that up while you're speaking. Yeah. Uh, Chi Zhang says Harmon was trying really hard on. On D at the end, decent ball denial. It really stood out because no one else looked as engaged. Harmon's done that the last two games. He got benched for you know 14 minutes or whatever the last game. Came in, played really good defense. Came in this game, played really good defense. I think that's one of the benefits of having a fifth year or a super senior or whatever they're called these days. Uh, sixth year, I don't even know what year he's in. Twentieth year. Uh, those guys, I think those guys respond. Um, unless you're Matthew Meyer, uh, Jay says, Jesus, props- "Come on, <laughs> Jay says props to Hawkins this year. Everyone wanted consistency, consistency with him, and he has given up. Gives it- <clears throat> yep, he did Jesus. that this year. Uh, TSJ is dope. He go fourteen to seventeen in the draft. What if we need to use the word dope? I mean, I don't know. You know, the only person in the history of the program." to score more than 2,000 points at Illinois was? Go ahead. Somebody go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Boutzilla will let me know. Don't let me down, Boutzilla. Go ahead. Go ahead. Andre Dawkins. You you are so disrespectful. (laughs) Who do you want me to say? You should know this answer. Maverick no, Morgan. No, stop. Stop it, Quackle. Stop uh, it. Tisdale. Jesus. No, come on, people. How is this taking so long? Look it up. Kendall Gill. Oh, God. This is sad. I might quit. 
Thank Deion you. Thomas. Thank you. I mean, Jesus. I mean, we had the guy on the show. Did he talk about scoring 2,000 points? No, but we. I feel like I probably mentioned it. There's me back in the day. There's you, and there's Dion. I mean, come on. What are we doing here? Dion he was on the show. Neon light. Yeah, he was on the show, people, and and you didn't know that. That is that is that is tough. That is tough to hear. Uh, that interview, by the way, was uh, January fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Wow. How about that? Talk. I remember we were talking about Andre Curbelo and how he's, he'll figure it out. He's fine, and how he did. That, my face that team. That team uh, definitely. Me too. Uh, that team <laughs> uh, was a one seed. That was the one seed year. So there you go. Um, this I'm I'm doing. This is a really bad performance by me. I apologize, to everybody. What's going on? I'm just not. I'm having a bad show. It's bad on my end. That's I'm great. Uh, Jeffrey is on Dane again. Two things have to change. Oh, two things that have changed is Dane is coming on and Shannon shooting pull up jumpers really opens up things. It makes me think we can hit the second week end. But if Brad goes for age only, I say that because now we don't rely on threes as much. That is maybe your worst message ever in terms of grammatics. Or that's <laughs> not even a word. Grammatical errors and spelling. That's impressive. R-E-L-I. I mean, Jesus. It's impressive. I got to hand it to him. That was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, this team, this team has never relied on threes as much as your imagination so you know to be fair nobody thinks that except for you but um are you okay well i just don't like does this seem really rely on threes as much as he thinks i don't think so maybe it's just me what do you think you play the middle here no i don't think so they I, how many threes are they averaging this year like shooting gotta be way less than last year i have no clue how to find that number Ethan leaves tomorrow. That's why we're doing the podcast today. Um, by the way, uh, they 30.5% of their point distribution come from threes and 49.4 from twos. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> he's, he's trolling us. Uh, Warner, I went to school with the big three from Peoria and played against Livingston. Nice. All right, uh, Hansberry, two minutes, one rebound. Moretti, two minutes. I thought we would see more Moretti. I kind of wanted him to come back in, but whatever. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. You, our get, I can only write so many figging words I in post. <laughs> Somebody had to read that. <laughs> that, was, that was good. Makes sense. Uh, by the way, Illinois yesterday, some of these offensive numbers are just godlike. Like, these are like, I mean, Jesus. I, the FAU game was something. This one might have been even more impressive because they, they, 28 of 40 from two. That is insane. To shoot 70% from two on 40 of them. They were 38 for 62 from the field. I mean, those are absurd numbers. And you look, obviously, look at Minnesota. That's, you know. Yeah, we'll get into it. Uh, other notes and quotes. Uh, Minnesota goes 60, 70, 69 splits. If you know what that means, good for you. Uh, so is the defense bad or are teams just hitting crazy good shots against Illinois? 
Everybody knows it's a, it's a mixture. It's definitely yeah. not a good sign when your defensive efficiency drops from 60th to 95th in one game. I mean, but Minnesota scored 55 points against Nebraska the game before. They looked like a very confident shooting team in this game. Like they they, they looked like they knew they could get their shots. And I and I mean, yes, some of them were contested. Um, I don't think Mitchell had his has had his feet set on any threes that he took, and he was four for four. I mean, he was fading away one way or the other on all of them. Um, Cam Christie was open a lot in the first half, it seemed like. Uh, he got challenged in the second half, still knocked him down. And then Garcia just kind of like, – Garcia kind of got whatever he wanted. And it just seemed like – I mean, shots were hitting the front of the rim and bouncing over going in. It, it just seemed like they couldn't miss. So they They – this was their peak game from their starting lineup. 94 points, they're never going to play like that again. And the fact that it was their peak game, pretty much at every every phase on offense, this was their peak, and Illinois beat them by eight, which is what I think makes this offense for Illinois so insane that that happened. Defensively, they got to fix some things, got to clean some things up. Yeah, um, Underwood uh, said, quote, I'm not as worried about it, talking about the defense, when we're playing the number of possessions we're playing, I think in the NCAA tournament you need to score, and we have a lot of weapons to score. Do we need to make better better defensively? Yes. I don't know what that says. I typed it wrong, apparently. Uh, my problem defensively is some better. of the... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do we need to it's, a, it's been a long day, guys. Sorry. Uh my problem defensively is some of the mistakes we are making, and that's allowing teams with good starts. That's definitely not what he said, but yeah, close. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think you definitely want to figure out your offense before you get into the time. tournament. And you bank on, like, if we play a team in the NCAA tournament, hopefully they don't make everything and score 100 against us. That's not the yeah. worst way to go about it. I mean, last year's offense was an atrocity down the stretch. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Brad was basically saying that we're not we're defense is fine. Uh, Guess what? The defense is fine. Defensive efficiency. They were 26 last year, lost in the first round. They were 29th year for that, lost in the second round. They were seventh year for that, lost in the second round. And then they were 35th in the COVID year. They probably would have lost in the first or second round. So let's try something different. Let's go in there with a with a sub 90 defense and a really really good offense. <laughs> And maybe yeah. get to like the elite eight or something. Why oh, not? Why not us? Uh, yeah. He was asked about trying to turn teams over and speed them up. That is something that needs to happen. He said, "Quote: No, I don't give a two rips about turning people over. Your numbers you find, say that. You find any team that turns people over, and I'll usually show you a bad team. I did that. I had top five teams in trying to force turnovers. The players are too good at this level. It's too challenging trying to do that every night." Uh, yeah, I mean, they're horrible at turning people over. We've been talking about this for a while. They're yeah. the third worst team in the country in turnover percentage on defense. To be I, fair, it's not like they're amongst bad company. I mean, Creighton's last. Yeah, and I, I don't understand. I texted you last night, like, Damask was guarding Christie, and uh, Hawkins was posting, or Garcia was posting up, and, he, and it seemed like Damask tried to swipe down, and in that, Garcia just hits a wide-open cam christie like you can't you can't do that especially if your coach is telling you that's not what we're doing so 
Uh, Warner says the viewers of this podcast are elite, the most elite. You guys are the best. Uh, Wesley, both teams' defense dropped like a rock after this game. Illinois dropped like 30 spots in efficiency or something. I said 35. I think it was 60 to 95. Yeah. Uh, Jay, I compare this team to having a brutal run stopping D in football, not able to guard guard the post. It just opens everything up and gives even role players great confidence in career games. It's true. Uh, she's saying, would you rather have a rock fight Weber team or this might as well try this out. I I'm, I'm fine with how this team's playing. I, I mean, giving up 97 sucks, but I mean, score 105. You know, who's a better coach in Alana history than Bruce Weber. Brad. <laughs> yeah. Brad's definitely a better coach. hundred percent. I would say so. Yeah. Like he's he's so much better recruiting, so that's a big a big thing. Yeah, and he's had five straight uh, twenty win seasons. Nobody's done that other than Lou Hitson, who did it for nine. Uh, you didn't put up this comment. Oh, Dion is great on the radio. Let me say something about Dion here. Let me say something. Sometimes when you interview athletes, like you know, before or after a show, they don't really want to give you the time of day. And I'm not saying like like it's not like Dion's like an NBA superstar or anything. Yeah. But I got you know he was great with us. I got to give him credit. You know. So, yeah, he was fantastic. Um, Before and after, you know, messaging yeah. him after, and you know, yeah. Yeah, when nobody else would come on our little piddly show in 2021, Dion did. So yeah, shout out. Uh, Cheezang said it'd be funny if in the tournament we suddenly break out a one-three-one zone or something. Uh. Eric, this team does not rely on threes. They score alley inside. What's that supposed to say? Also, <laughs> Jeffrey says, just need to throw a few more different looks in a game on defense uh, at timely increments. The one three one thing would be hilarious. I wouldn't mind, you know, some, some different looks. They Where would you put guys in a one three one? Uh, Rogers at the top, right? Yeah, and then you'd put Coleman down low. Mm-hmm. Shannon and Damask in the wings. Yeah, Gary, Gary in the middle. Yeah, let's do it. Start Coleman, Coleman in the middle. That's why I was I was thinking Coleman at the top would be crazy, but I don't know. It, I think that I think you could run that with Dane. Put I would Dane almost put Ty in the middle. I would almost put Ty in the middle because he falls for so many shot fakes. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh yeah, I I, I would take Gary A out and put Dane. I'd put Hansberry in the, in the bottom. Well, whatever you want to do, but I I'd love to see Coleman on the top. That'd be awesome. Time to install it, Brad. Let's go. Get it going. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about the Raphael Davis stuff or not, but. Uh, Brad decided to mention that uh, it gave TSJ a little fire in his belly to play better defense. Um, Raph went on. I don't know if he goes by Raph, but I'm calling him Raph. Uh, <laughs> uh, Raph uh, went on a huge rant right afterwards on the Big Ten Network and then uh, went to Twitter to talk about a team giving up 97 points so you can't be a good defensive player if your team gives up 97. He's going to learn how insane our fan base is if he hasn't already. Yeah, I wish him well on that. That's a bold 
thing to do. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It feels like some of his tweets and his argument with Bardo, which I agreed with Bardo for most of that. So there you go. How about that? Even though I thought Bardo was awful last night, but hey, it's fine. I'd it's love Bardo. He would complain about the refs, and then he'd yeah. see the replay, and he'd be like, "Oh, that was the right call." Yeah, I mean, I, it's fine. I, it's go. fine. It, we're an Illini, we're Illini fans, so we maybe inclined to not like his commentary. But I thought he was right in this argument. It seemed like a lot of Raf's points, as he called them. Uh, it seems like a lot of his points were kind of box scoreish. Yeah. Like, does he really? Did he watch the game? Like he's referencing Tomonaga. Like Shannon was really good against Tomonaga in that game. Yeah. Well, so and that's I, ridiculous. And my thing is, and he's also he also references Ace Baldwin, which is probably the best defender in the league, especially like on ball point guard wise. So I like you can't take the very best and then be like, oh, this guy's not as good as him. And yeah, Bardo it's was because right. he doesn't force turnovers. So Bardo knows ball. Um, Illinois out rebounded Minnesota 31 23. Not a uh, lot of rebounds. Jesus. Minnesota, yeah. <laughs> Minnesota had seven offensive. I felt like it was more, but apparently it wasn't. Uh, four turnovers, like we talked about, forced five. Um, Illinois had a ton of crazy stats this game. So I'm, I feel like I, seven is a pretty decent number for offensive rebounds. Yeah, I just felt like it was more. Is what I'm saying. They only missed like 20 shots. Only had 12 offensive rebounds. Felt like they had less. Yeah. They should Three reduce stats. Yeah. <laughs> Do them up. All right. Uh, some some things. Uh, Illinois is the first team in six years to shoot 60 plus percent, 45 percent plus from three, and have four or fewer turnovers in a power conference game. Uh, Minnesota scored 1.48 points per possession and lost teams that have scored that many points per possession in D one are 310 and one first loss scoring that many points. Yeah. It's a tough break for Minnesota. Shout yeah. out to that Brad Johnson guy who had like four tweets and was just going after like every line I put her account last night. <laughs> Yeah, I know that guy, Brad Bunch of Numbers Johnson. Yeah, I mean, Shannon should have better ball control because Elijah Hawkins two-arm shoved Four, him. Four-arm shimmied him, yeah. So, uh, Minnesota is the first team to shoot 60% overall and 70% from three and lose since Samford, lost to Wofford in 2019. Um, Joe Jackson, friend of the program, uh, at Joe Jackson CBB, uh Illinois was 1.694 points per possession, which is equivalent to shooting 84.7% from two for an entire game. That's impressive. They they score, I think on the post game, they said they scored on 77% of their possessions. So offense can go. Would have won the game by 30 if Minnesota wouldn't stop hanging around. <laughs> also, the Damask foul on a three late was that really a foul? That did not feel like a foul. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I thought that you know you have to give the shooter room to land, but when the shooter jumps four feet in front of him, yeah, it, do you have to give him room to land there? Brad was pissed. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like he, Damask gets gets screamed at once a game. And then you look at his stat lines, like, oh, he had 25. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. This is from Isaac Trotter on Twitter, at Isaac 
I-S-A-A-C underscore underscore Trotter, T-R-O-T-T-E-R, close to the name Brian Trottier, who won, I believe, six Stanley Cups, four with the Islanders, two with the Penguins in the uh, 80s and 90s. A very good player. One of the greatest Islander scorers of all time outside of Mike Mike Bossy, of course. Okay, Uh, best Big Ten offensive efficiency teams in conference play in the Ken Palm era, which dates back to, I believe, 1999. Uh, 2024 produced the best. 2015, Wisconsin second. They were the runner-up that year, lost to Duke. They beat the undefeated Kentucky team. 2024, Illinois third. And then 2005, Illini fourth. They were the runner-up, lost North Carolina in uh, cheating fashion. And, uh, yeah, so the (laughs) other two teams to be that good in conference play and offensive efficiency both made to the national championship game. So we might have an Illinois-Purdue national championship game. A la the Duke-North Carolina. Can you imagine – Illinois Purdue in the national championship. God, that would that would be bad if they lost. But whatever. Uh, yeah. Also at one twenty five point seven efficiency, this is Brad Underwood's most efficient offense at Illinois, and just zero point three behind his Oklahoma State offense in 2016-17, which was one twenty six. They were first, I believe. I also saw a stat that said uh, this Illini offense at one twenty five point seven efficiency would be the best offense in the country in twenty of the twenty four seasons for Ken Palm. So, I mean, definitely would have been last year. Last year, the number one offense was one twenty two point three. So, yeah, there you go. One twenty one point one the year before that. So, there you go. Pretty, pretty good offense. This team. Uh, Jay says, imagine this team with much better D. Would they score one hundred and thirty? Uh, Jeffrey, a hybrid two three one three one matchup zone. Why don't you Remember email that to Brad? Uh, Wesley says, I only like ice on my knees and in my drinks was crazy. Pardo apparently said that last <laughs> time. I missed it. Um, I saw people tweeting about it, though. Uh, Lazy Force Gump, what's going on? He says he also said that he couldn't give it to Hawkins because the team defense is so bad, but we are 40 spots higher defensively than Penn State. Yeah, I think, he's, I think he said uh, because Coleman needs a double team. Does Brad double the post? Is this like they is, did against he, Maryland? Does he watch the games? They did once, yeah, like, like three times. That was my point. Thank you. Um, Cheesang says Minnesota is going to be good next year if no one transfers. Yeah, Cam we Chris said that we said last year they were going to take another step. I, the logical thing would be for them to be very good. Yeah, uh, only four turnovers. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, Chi saying, How funny was that Brandon Paul game winner highlight final score with our halftime score being the same? Chi <laughs> uh, uh, saying says, Quincy would be doing great if he didn't have to go to class like the UNC guys. Class and babies and basketball. That's a lot. Uh, Jeffrey says, Brad has trouble enough figuring out who to play, let alone a hybrid zone. Brad Jeffrey, plays. Jeffrey talks about stealing. Brad as if they haven't won 21, 24, 23, 20, I, I 21 think, games. I think Jeffrey's just one of those. He's one of those guys that, you know, just thinks he knows more about basketball than Brad Underwood. He complains about the coach a lot. So it's just fine. I mean, deep's their own, but it's like, you know. I think Brad knows what he's doing for the most part. I put this in here, uh, and it's starting to annoy me more and more. Uh, why do the bench coaches need to be the ones that get the State Farm Center going? What I know that you hate the Orange Crush, anyways, but what are we doing? Like, can people 
cheer and know when to cheer. Like when you go on a run, you should probably these, cheer. These, when these college high. kids, these college kids these days, all they want to do is hit their zins. Let's hit some vapes. Let's drink some beers, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. So sick. Oh yeah, dude. It's like, it's like so cool. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and like they, they, they're they surfing. Yeah. That was Dylan, the surfer. Oh yeah. Hey man. Uh, but like they just they just want to they're worried about the stupid fucking Nuggets promotion, which I'm so <laughs> sick of. Who gives a flying motherfuck about uh, Nuggets anyway? Most of these kids that go to Illinois are a bunch of trust fund douchebags anyway. They have the money to get their own shit. Their parents are giving them Venmo. Hey, Venmo me a hundred bucks for what? Uh, yeah, it's like for dinner. And then you spend it on drugs anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. All right. like, it's just, it's just, they're, they, they, people don't care about sports enough anymore. I'm so sick of it. That's basically, basically my point. That's what happens when you're an hour in and all you've done is the, the game before. Holy cow. Uh, I got two more from Brad. We'll get on to the Wisconsin game. <laughs> Brad said, quote, not many college games where you see 200 points. They're playing like a top 25 team. I thought Elijah, Elijah Hawkins was absolutely special. 12 assists, no turnovers. He didn't have to score. Uh, and then he said this about the Big Ten, quote, we must recognize we have five really, 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 really good offenses. And I'm tired of the narrative in the Big Ten that it is big, slow, slug them out league. The dynamic has changed in this league. This is a guard league. We happen to have Zach, no doubt, but this is a guard league. Best I have seen since I've been here. We have five teams above what Purdue was last year, and Purdue was one of the most efficient teams last year. So offense is at a premium. You have to be able to score to win games. Tonight, offense won the game. Uh, he's not referencing Ken Palm, obviously, because there's only four teams ahead of what Purdue was last year. And that's Illinois, Purdue, Wisconsin, and Iowa. Yeah, I don't know. What are the five offenses he's from? talking about? Because, like, I don't know. He's got to be referencing Minnesota, but Minnesota is behind Purdue, Illinois, Northwestern, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Michigan State, Iowa, and Ohio State. Minnesota's behind all of those teams in offense. I don't know. It sounds like something that he's been sitting on for a while. And, I think a lot of people are starting to do the they're starting to do the thing where it's like, hey, uh, uh, the Big Ten's not just about defense and physicality; it's offense now, and he's finally coming around to saying it out loud. Yeah. Um. Brad Brad wants to be a team that scores. If defense happens, it happens. So they wouldn't know. They wouldn't know. Brad Underwood wouldn't know basketball if it slapped him in the face. Uh, Wesley says, "Who would you rather have from the portal next year, Christie or Garcia?" Neither. No interest. <laughs> really? Literally none. No, I don't care about that. Why the fuck would we want Dawson Garcia on our team? Seriously. I wouldn't want Garcia. And Cam Christie should go to the NBA. Yeah, do that. Uh, Cheezang says, plot twist. Jeffrey is one of our managers. Uh, Cheezang says, do people still go to cams? I don't know. It's a $20 cover. Last time I was there, I didn't go. Uh, Eric, what does Illinois average in offense rebound, offensive rebounds this year? I can tell you the percentage. 36.5%, 17th in the country. I don't know the number. Uh, Quackle says, can confirm was at the Iowa game with my fiance who doesn't watch basketball, and even she was shocked how quiet it was in there. Jeffrey says, go smoke some weeds and shut the F up. 
first of all, is go smoke some weed. Smoke some weed and shut up. I didn't say go. I said weed, not weeds. And I didn't say F or the. I said it, shut up. I want to know, does anybody know what Ethan was talking about in that? Anybody here still? Like, is there anybody that? I've I, run yeah. so many people out of here. <laughs> Cheesing says it's still not as quiet as when we did the orange hush. Hush. Remember those days? Great. Do you? Sounds familiar, but. Uh, uh, Forrest Gump, who else wants to see TSJ in store meet at the rim a couple times? That'd be fireworks. I'd, I'd uh, the prefer to win the game. Gold Cam's had water. Oh, no, that's the red line. Uh, uh, okay, not surprised. It wasn't great in the early 2000s either. I guess we're still talking about cams. Uh, Warner has switched over to Twitter and he says Illinois is a five seed per Lunardi, second place big in the second place team in the Big Ten is a five seed. Q1 Illinois opportunities next two games. To, yeah, Illinois, Illinois's resume just isn't built like. They'd be on the four line if they wouldn't have blown that Penn State game. Yeah. How is Cam Christie not in any of these mock drafts? That is insane. I think Colin's watching us on a delay or something. The the recent uh, Bleacher Report mock draft has uh, Shannon 14th to Atlanta and Hawkins 56th to Memphis. Can Hawkins stay another year? He might want to stay one more year. Yeah, he's got his COVID year. Let's give it one more. (laughs) Cheesing uh, says the orange hush was a John Gross thing he did at Ohio, where the crush wouldn't cheer until the tenth point. Isn't that called Silent Night at some school that started that? They all rushed the court after the tenth point. I'm sure John Gross is a nice. I'm sure great. I'm sure John Gross is a nice guy. Uh huh. You're gonna cuss at him right now? Yeah, he can go fuck himself. I have no interest in even talking about that scumbag. He's a nice guy, though, I'm sure. Anyway, uh, Illinois number 13, 21 and 7, 12 and 5 at Wisconsin this weekend in Madison. Wisconsin's 18 and 10, 10 and uh, 18 and 10, 10 and 7 in the Big Ten. Uh, this game Saturday noon, Big Ten Network. Uh, 16 and 4 start for Wisconsin. They were 8 and 1 in the Big Ten. Uh, 2 and 6 in their last eight losses to Nebraska, Purdue, Michigan, Rutgers, Iowa, and Indiana. That's not great. Uh, their offense is overall improved from last season. However, defense has not been as good, been a bit of an issue. Uh, and AJ Store, our former commit, is a big reason why their offense has improved. He brings a different dynamic, although he has these moments where he wants to take games over, and it's like, okay, well, this probably isn't going to work. Uh, <laughs> he's no Io Dosumu. Uh, three of their first four losses in the non conference were to Providence, Tennessee, and Arizona. So uh, their first Big Ten loss, which was their fourth loss, was at Penn State. It was at the Jordan Center or whatever it's called, not the Rec Hall. So, ha. We at least at least when Illinois lost, it was at a you know a cheating arena where they have five people in the crowd. Uh, they have a three point one home court advantage, which is one hundred twenty sixth in D one according to Ken Palm. I don't know what the stat measurement for that is, but uh, Illinois is somehow higher, so that really tells you that that stat means absolutely nothing. Uh, maybe it's just based on performance at home, probably. Uh, maybe they bring out the decibel thing, which Illinois would be the lowest in the country because you know a bunch of losers in the crowd. Um, I apologize for what I said to John Gross. I want to do that. I don't like him at all, though. But she said we better not draw him first round. I'm not afraid of that. I Get him bulletin, bulletin board material from Ethan. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that. Uh, Chucky Hepburn, 6'2", 195 guard, junior, 
15.7 rebounds, six assists in the loss at Indiana. Uh, Max Klesman at the 2'6'4'200 junior, 38.4% from three, 9.7 points per game. Uh, AJ Storr, 6'7'205 sophomore, St. John's transfer, former Illini commit, 16 points, three rebounds per game. Uh, Tyler Wall at the 4'69'225 senior, 11 points, five rebounds, one assist per game. Career best, 59, 55.9 from the field. Uh, and then Stephen Crowell, seven foot two forty seven junior, averages eleven point seven rebounds, two assists, had twenty two and six in a loss at Iowa. Uh, Ken Palm numbers adjusted offensive efficiency. Illinois third in the country at one twenty five point seven. Wisconsin nineteenth at one nineteen point one. Defensive efficiency. Illinois ninety fourth at one hundred two point four. Wisconsin fifty third at ninety nine point seven. Two point percentage. Illinois is twenty seven fifty five point one. Wisconsin eighty third at fifty two point nine. Three point percentage. Illinois one twenty fifth. 34.9%, Wisconsin 176th at 33.9%, free throw percentage Illinois 91st at 74.1%, Wisconsin 36th at 76.4%. Uh, assists per field goal, field goals made, Illinois 302nd at 44.9, so they do not pass, confirm. Uh, Wisconsin 272nd at 46%, and then uh, experience in the D1 game, D1 ranks, uh, Illinois is 12th, 3.07 years, and Wisconsin's 44th at 2.58. So Illinois more experienced players to watch. You're right. Yeah. Uh, this chat is pissing me off. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, players to watch. Sorry. <clears throat> I'm going with Dane Danger. Uh, Brad saying that we need him. Need him a lot. He does a lot for the team when he's playing like this. Uh, does he play over 10 minutes? No. <laughs> He's going to play he, eight. I think he will because I think they're going to need him. Um, I think this is a game where Coleman might get in foul trouble some. But please, who knows? And then I went with Max Klesmet. Uh Started off the year pretty hot. He's kind of fallen off a little bit. He shoots a lot of threes. Um, he's eight of twenty-nine over the last five games, so not shooting as efficiently as he was before. Illinois can't let him get hot. They can't let him get going. Um, got to run him off three-point line. There you go. I'm gonna go with Shannon. I think he's gonna go for twenty-five plus again. Then I'm gonna go AJ Store. I think he's a matchup nightmare for some teams. I don't know if he will be for Illinois, probably because Illinois can't defend, but he has a tendency to overstep when he's trying to take the game over. So, yeah, I mean, I I assume Shannon's going to guard him most of the game. Yeah. We'll see. I, I had so many receipts about you not caring that store decommitted from Illinois, but I was too wore out today to go back and find them. So do we really, does this team need AJ store? The answer is no. I don't know. Why would they need him? I don't know. Uh, Bootsella says the latest Lenardi he sees has Illinois at four seed. The one he posted last night had him at a five. So I I don't know. He changes it every 10 minutes. Uh, Forrest Gump says, Ethan, what's your deal lately? You've been acting like you eat corn on the cob the long way. I don't eat corn. So there's that. And Lenardi <laughs> hasn't updated his actual, he hasn't updated his actual bracketology since the 27th. Okay. Like the actual page, like he posts on Twitter all the time. Yeah, but he had Illinois as a uh, a four on the twenty seventh against Akron. All right, uh, Eric says the Crush were so much better in the eighties and nineties. They suck now. No noise. Were they uh, not good in the two thousands? I feel like they were pretty good in the two thousands too. Yeah, I, I would 
think when your team's number one. Renovations. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey says, I hope we get Sanford in the first round. Imagine we lose to Sanford in the first round. God, I would actually love that. I don't even care. <laughs> it's worth it. Cheesing says, I like our matchups against Wisconsin better. Chucky fell off a cliff this year. Not sure what happened to him. Chucky's been playing better the last couple. Played games. well against Indiana. Yeah, he had 18 a couple games ago. So I think the reason that I'm so mad at people right now is because I just don't – I find it hard to, like, complain too much about this team. I get that the defense is not where it should be. Yeah. But they're winning a ton of games, and their offense is super fun. I, I think we should – let's think about COVID, right? We, we almost went down. We almost got taken down. <laughs> and I think we need to enjoy things more. We're back. We're back. We need, to, we need to enjoy things more. Like, when the team is good – we don't ever want to go back to where they were 10 years ago. And guess what? Where they were during the John Gross era, it definitely could have been worse. It was very bad, but it could have been worse. So, Yeah, they had players like Ravante Rice. Did you like yeah. Ravante Rice? Yeah, definitely. That's a fan. <laughs> Eric says, can you imagine scoring 105 and losing? That would be tough. I hope not. Um, Colin, I feel like him passing – He's not the great – Colin is way behind. But thanks for commenting, Colin. He's talking about time. Yeah, but he, we talked about that an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dane should bully their bigs in theory. I agree. No. Uh, Crowl is a skinny little bean bull. Uh, Forrest Gump, Gross is going to be at Ohio State next year. That'd Please. Uh, Goldstein says – Eric – Goldstein doxed. Um, I'm watching the women's team tonight. Go Illini. ILL. I am ladies. All right. Predictions. Give us your predictions in the comments, guys. And if there's gals. Um, Illinois 79-74 win. Uh, I'm going Illinois loses this one. Uh, the offense is fleeting, as Brad Underwood says. I think uh, they lose 72-76 this game. Illinois was uh, plus 20 against Wisconsin last year. They beat them by 10 both games. Do you want to guess what the halftime score was in the game at Wisconsin last year? Uh, halftime score, 20-23. to 21-16, Illinois. <laughs> they won the game 61-51, and Matthew Meyer had 26 of the 61 points. Matthew Meyer and Jaden Epps had Matthew Meyer and Jaden Epps had 39 of the 61. What a dark time that was. Do Illinois fans ever think Illinois is going to lose? Uh, Bootsilla has Illinois 80, Wisconsin 71. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Hold Sean on. has two things. Two 83, things. 78, Illinois. You have picked against them like twice this year, number one. Yeah. Number two, you said yeah. they were going to go 17 and three in the Big Ten last year and had them starting 17 and 0. Yeah, and you can't, I, that's, that's, I, I've realized that I'm an idiot and I shouldn't do that stuff anymore. So why are you questioning the chat? I thought we had to be nice to the chat all the time. I was I was questioning Illinois fans as I, th a I thought we had to be nice to Illinois fans all the time. Bootsilla says we'll get our four straight win at Wisconsin. Ever since I, I called, man, Wisconsin I think Wisconsin out. really needs to really needs a win. 2019. Facebook, I said something before this is before this is the season before we started the podcast. I said something about how dirty Wisconsin was because Illinois just lost to him. I said they're dirty. We'll get them next year. Illinois has not lost to them since I posted that. So six and oh, I believe. I so you're taking credit for that too, huh? 
I mean, I did this like a week ago. I do nothing. I'm right about everything. And then people are <laughs> yeah, saying that I'm right. Yeah. What were you right? What'd you get the other day? Indiana over Wisconsin, to which you said, it uh, doesn't matter. Indiana is such a mess. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's like, it's like Jeb Bush in the primary debate in 2016 when uh, our former president was telling him that he was 20 points behind him in the polls, and then Jeb Bush said, doesn't matter. Turns out it mattered. And that wasn't getting political at all. That was an easy reference to make to somebody saying it doesn't matter. So everybody who thinks that I was getting political there can shut it. Now you're getting, now you're pre-getting mad at people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Eric says, Illini 86, wish 78, make a wish, Wisconsin. Uh, Jeffrey 9382, Illinois. Cheezang 7570, Illinois. I think the 80-plus uh, streak is going to come to an end in this game. Forrest Gump says, this feels like a game whiskey has to give, like Michigan State game. To be fair to that, uh, and to the Big Ten as a whole, Wisconsin was coming off of a loss to Michigan and then lost to Rutgers by 22. So I don't know if that matters as much with Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, Sean said it'll be the Purdue game that tells us how good we are. Uh, Eric says, I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching Justin Harmon in this game. Uh, Cheezang said, would like Wisconsin team meeting after an Illinois win, like when Kofi stole their souls. Jay says, one of the easiest bets ever last night, Minnesota plus the points and the over. Uh, yeah. Minnesota's 24 and four against the spread this year. Check it out. Says Illinois wins 93-88. Quackle says, oh, you're a tough guy, Jeb. That's another, that's another reference. Uh, Eric says Brad Evans has Illinois as a four seed. Homer. He's a homer. <laughs> All right. We still got to go around the Big Ten, guys. Holy why do cow. We, why, do, why do we gloss over the fact that Minnesota's 24 and four against the spread this year? That's pretty amazing. Really? Did somebody say that? Or I just said that. Oh, I thought I somebody three said times. that in the comments. When? 24 and four against the spread. Right when he said Minnesota plus the points in the over, I said Minnesota's 24 and four against the spread this year. Oh. My bad. Anyway, around the Big Ten, uh, Nick Martinelli, 27 points oh, in Northwestern's nice. win over Maryland last night in College Park. They set back offense about 20 years, and then Illinois and Minnesota brought it back uh, in the next game on Big Ten Network. Uh, Nebraska at Ohio State and Michigan at Rutgers tonight. Iowa at Northwestern, Michigan State at Purdue, Penn State at Minnesota on Saturday uh, on top of Illinois playing uh, tomorrow or Saturday as well. Uh, Big Ten Network game for a noon Illinois, Wisconsin would have felt like a national game, but uh, whatever. Uh, do, 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 Doug is on the road for the first time tonight. All right. Uh, Michigan and Ohio State Sunday, Indiana at Maryland. But I, I doubt they will. No. Uh, how about the fact that the two CBS games from the Big Ten on Sunday are Michigan, Ohio State, and Indiana, Maryland? My God. And then Rutgers at Nebraska Sunday as well. Yeah. Uh, would you be surprised to find out that Illinois seventh out of 14 in conference only defense at 109.4 efficiency, which I would say is shockingly not bad. Middle of the pack sounds good to me. Their offense, I think, is like third. Yeah. Which is surprise or second. It's second. Why would, be be second. why would it be third? Why would it be why would it be third? What an idiot. <laughs> uh yeah, they're in second. They're produced at 121.9. Illinois is at 120.7. Then there's like 10,000 pounds of shit, and then Northwestern at 112.8. Like, Illinois and Purdue are way ahead 
of everybody, which makes sense given the stats that I literally gave out earlier. What an idiot. Uh, Illinois is first inside the three-point line in percentage in, in conference-only offense and fifth in three-point percentage. Northwestern is first, which isn't surprising from three. And, uh, yeah, all right, are we done? You got anything else in the Big Ten? I got nothing. All right. Uh, as all – oh, yeah, Brad Evans says we're playing Sanford. I'm sure he knows. Yeah, he's he's a homer. I mean, let's be honest. We re- I reached out to have him on. And he didn't even talk to us. So that's the difference wow. between Deion Thomas and him. I literally have Deion Thomas's phone it's number. It Deion might not Thomas. be. It might not be his phone number anymore. But at the time, two years ago, it was. His he phone gave number. me a burner account. Well, he was texting me back. So maybe he has two phones. Who knows? Uh, Jay says eighty-three seventy-eight Illinois versus Wisconsin. All right, Illinois doesn't lose this game, according to chat. And yeah, that's not good. That's not good. I don't feel good about my pick now. I don't want to tail the chat. Uh, as always, we want to thank Alamo Steakhouse and Saloon at 700 East Broadway Avenue in Mattoon, Illinois. You can find them online at www.alamo-steakhouse.com. Uh, I have all this stuff written down, but I'm not going to do that. It's the last day of February, a bonus day. Go get you a patty melt. Get you some red velvet cake before it's gone. And uh, we'll have new specials on the next episode. Uh, if you guys would like to be a sponsor for our episodes or our watch parties, sorry we didn't do a watch party. That was on me. I had to work. Um, please reach out to us on Twitter or email us at podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, like, subscribe. We're pushing for 500. I don't know where we're at, but we're pushing. Um, share this. Comment on it. You guys are commenting like crazy. Uh, leave a review. We appreciate you guys coming out every episode, hanging out with us, making us go an hour and 17 minutes because you comment too much. But 25 away, 475. 25 away. Who's going to be 476? Hopefully nobody. Um, <laughs> I think he's talking about upset picks or something, maybe. I'm guessing, yeah. Yeah, I'll take uh, Santa Clara over San Francisco. <laughs> that was my pick from earlier. In the week. Uh, give me Michigan State over Purdue Saturday night. At Purdue? Yeah, whatever. I don't even care. I'm trying to get one wrong since I, I, I'm, I've been bragging too much about being right. I want to be wrong. Uh, you think San Francisco is a favorite against Gonzaga? I don't know. Are they? It's not what I – I wasn't talking about that game, but. I mean, that's who I was going to pick, but. Oh. Probably not. No. Where's it at? It's at San Francisco. So no, Gonzaga's been playing well. They're gonna be the uh Gonzaga minus three and a half. Yeah. Anyways, thanks everybody. You see uh, Zona you the comments. Does anybody smack the thumbs up button? I hope you're you're all smacking it. Eric, thanks. Jeffrey, I thanks. Was. I was. Thanks. Texas got destroyed. So there was one where I was wrong. Boom. Did However, you my, my feature pick in the last three weeks on the countdown to March Madness has been correct. You missed this one. Did you put this one up? Oh, Thanks, guys. Love tuning into the Dane Danger pod. It's You know, somebody's got to talk about him. Might as well be Jeffrey. All right, I'll do it for us. Uh, I'll be back. Sunday or Monday or Sunday. I don't know. Whatever. Monday I, I get back. Sunday. Okay. I don't know. I don't even. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs>
We'll be back sometime then. Uh, I was my performance sucked today, so I I don't even bad performance by me. I apologize, but uh, we'll see everybody next time for uh, two oh four. Woo! Goodbye.